0: Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together To have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth, and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go
1: first to show us what's possible. And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, But my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do. But my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth and fortune in a soulful and joyful way. That feels good. Welcome back to the Babes Talking Business Podcast season five. Oh my goodness, can you believe it's been a whole year since we have had an episode live? We are so excited to be back. And in the time that we've had off, we have both become mummies. And it has been so beautiful to do it together. And it has been soul nourishing, it has been just so nice and slow. So this episode is a little bit of a catch up to fill you in on what life looks like now and where we've been and where we're at, how we've transitioned from maternity leave back into business, what that's looked like and a few lessons along the way (laughs) it's been really really cool to do this together as well and it's kind of perfection that it did happen at the exact same time so we are back we are so excited we have rebranded babes talking business go and check out our website if you haven't checked it out already and we have some really exciting news to kick off season five and to celebrate our return we are hosting a free vision casting workshop this weekend on january the 21st and you can register to join us for this 90-minute workshop in the show notes you can also register on our website and this masterclass workshop is all about expediting your goals it is all about you setting goals for the future, for this year ahead. It's about really getting clear on what your values are, what life areas you're excited to expand in, but also what life areas you want to work on and improve on. And I'm curious to ask you for some self-reflection when you picture your year ahead, what do you see? Is it all about visiting new places? Is it about your business going to the next level? Is it about nourishing your relationships? Is it about becoming the next level version of you? So learning how to clearly set up your year is one of the most powerful things you can do. And we know some of the most successful leaders in our circle of influence and those that we are inspired by and look up to do exactly the strategy that we're going to teach you at this workshop. So we're so excited to gift you and hang out with you with this 90 minute workshop and you are more than welcome to invite any friends and family. So please go ahead and register. If you can't make it live, we will send you the recording. And make sure you send this episode to anyone you feel would absolutely love to join you. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. And just so you know, this is an ad-free episode.
0: We have sleeping babies.
1: Yay! My baby is sleeping in his sleep suit with one arm out. Took 12 minutes to get down tonight and it's 8.30 p.m. on a Friday night and I'm doing a recording with you, Lozzie. My wife.
0: How (laughs) time has changed I think. We're working it out today. It's literally been 10 months since our last episode and we got to catch up with you guys. Last time you heard from Shanna and I with I don't know how pregnant we would have been. How how October. pregnant? October. We? No, wait,
1: sorry. Ten months ago, what was December. that? December. December thirteenth was our last episode. So six months pregnant? Six months. Yeah. We had no idea what was coming. <laughs> And how beautiful life would be <laughs> and eventful and how
0: hard it would be to record one episode. Okay, so
1: not only have we canceled on each other three times to record the first episode of this season, but we tried we started to record this episode earlier today at like what time was that? One o'clock, one yeah. thirty? And Stevie woke up and she's just crying in the background and we we're like, seven minutes in and we just went, nah, let's just do this tonight.
0: (laughs) So you have us here on a Friday night hanging out with you guys. I am sipping on an alcoholic beverage. (laughs) I did did offer Shen Shem to go get one, but she has to go through three flights of stairs. So it's just not worth it tonight.
1: Yeah, not tonight, but let's get into it. So last time we wrapped up our season of BTB and we were going on maternity leave even though we own our own businesses we have been able to create a beautiful business where we were able to dictate what that looks like for us so we wrapped things up at the end of 2021 and we kind of left you all with a bit of like we'll be back and we might be different and we don't know what's happening and here we are it is October 2022 we have six months olds they're the most beautiful bobbers in the world they're a week apart.
0: Which is I was crazy. R- they were due on the same day. I don't know if you guys remember, but we, Shannon and I surprised each other when we told each other we're pregnant, which was, I was like, bullshit. I'm like, when are you June? She's like, the 20th of April. I'm like,
1: bullshit. So away. <laughs> 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 and I was right. Do you remember I predicted in the last episode that you would go before me, I would be late, Yeah. and I also predicted I was having a boy. I was right. I yeah, was you were. <laughs> so,
0: so much has happened. It has been... Yeah, six months of a whirlwind of us navigating how to be a new mum and Mm. our new identity. And also then eventually, like we've only been easing back into it the last couple of months ourselves, but working at what that now means as a businesswoman too, and how do we show up in our business? Because I know obviously that we have to do business differently because we have a baby on us (laughs) 24-7.
1: Oh my gosh, like I I knew life would be different in, in regards to running the business, but I didn't actually like, I don't know, you don't know until you're in it, but I I love it. I feel like it's been a really beautiful transition and I've taken things slowly, which I think has been just my intention of self-compassion, you know, navigating this. I've just given myself space and our team are beautiful because they're all so understanding. So it's just been really nice maybe we should start there and
0: talk about um yeah I guess the transition back into business I know we both decided that we didn't know what that would look like and I think that's one of the joys of having the business that we do is that we didn't have to have a a date that we'll do back or anyone that was relying on us because in network marketing everyone's an independent franchise which means everyone's their own business if they're going to be successful it's up to them we just continue to show up and pour into our team because we love them we want them to succeed and we love the community and the mission but I think the freedom and the flexibility that we have both as business owners and as mamas, is really unique in this space because mm. we did get to dictate when we went back and also we got to dictate what that looked like. So maybe did you want to share with, um, yeah, our peeps, what that looked like for you and when you felt the call to get back into work and what that transition's kind of looked
1: like and what's mm. maybe worked? Yeah, so um, Rui was born at the end of April and um, I kind of went on Matt leave mid-March so I had a good five weeks of being offline before he arrived which was so soul nourishing because Matt and I just really slowed down really took like every day slowly and had like long morning walks and really connected knowing that our life was going to change and then yeah, Rue came along and I vowed to do my 40 days postpartum um like laying in and that was amazing and that I, I just so needed that for myself. So I just I wasn't ready to see the world or speak to the world or even go online for I'm gonna say like six no, it was more than that. It was about eight weeks I was um yeah went internal and I loved it. And so after the two months, um yeah, I really wasn't ready to get back into work. And and when I say work, I don't mean like the grind. I mean like pour into others because that's what we do, right? I, I just needed more time and space and so grateful that our team gave us that. And yeah, I think around like just after the Like I was around the four month mark. I was like, actually, you know what? I'm really missing my work because I love what I do. It lights me up. It's where I get to be creative. It's where I feel purposeful. So around the four month mark, I was like, okay, I'm ready to dig my fingers back in. Um, And I just transitioned in really slowly. I just told a couple of key people that I was back online and there to help them. And then slowly I started to reach out to the wider team to be like, okay, I'm back. And yeah, it was a really slow transition. And to be honest, like I'm still transitioning into that. And like you said, working out what it looks like um, at the moment. Uh, with Rui being six months, I'm definitely like fired up and ready to just blow things up. Um, and we've launched some really cool things like her renaissance for the team and just just in that space, just really wanting to help everybody up level, but myself as well. But right now work for me is dictated by Rui. <laughs> And what type of day he has like every morning is different so I don't make plans some days he wakes up as a sweet little angel and he's so fun to be around and he goes to sleep on time and follows the routine and he has his two hour nap and his one hour nap and his other nap and then days like yesterday where he did not sleep at all I was up every hour over the, the evening Yesterday he didn't sleep. I think he had a 20-minute nap and then a 30-minute nap. So I had a grumpy teething baby yesterday and I just had to cancel life. (laughs) So every day is different. So there's no expectation on what it looks like. But on a good day, it's two hours I put into my business um, in his midday nap. And, yeah, at the moment it's like two or three days a week I'm doing that, which is quite nice. What about you?
0: Yeah, I – I think we're so, we're similar, but yet we're so different in just what feels good for us. So I remember when my rule, when I went on that mat leave was, I didn't know when I'd come back. I didn't like, I didn't even tell my team. I was like, I don't know what it's going to look like. Like, I just know you may hear from me. I'm, I might go offline. I don't know if I will go offline. I'm just, and my rule to myself was just do what feels good. And um, I found myself, I didn't really go offline. I I would touch base. I was bored too. I think any women <laughs> leading up to that week when you're like, I could go into labour any day now and then you kind of don't. <laughs> so I'd find myself sunbaking and being like, hey team, I miss you. What are you doing? <laughs> you should be offline. I'm like, I know, but what are you guys up to? Um, but I definitely put some really good boundaries in. I wasn't available for calls or anything like that, but I was just checking my group inbox and I said, look, guys, if you need me, I'm still going to check in, just message me in the group inbox. So I would... I was online and just doing bits and pieces here and there and it's every baby's different I actually remember like we had a really good birth and Stevie slept really good like from the get-go so I had this false sense of security I remember like she was a week old and it's like I could I'm like I'm ready like I want to go back to work and I was excited and I was like talking to people and I was doing all the online things and um but still being like okay like I'm not Naive. I do know. It. I because we don't have any family around here either. And my partner went. He's had two weeks off work, so I was like, I am literally just it's me, myself, and Stevie twenty four seven pretty much. Dan comes home, but when he gets home, it's six o'clock, and Stevie's already like doing the nighttime routine. So I was like, I I know I'm a mum first, and that has to take priority. But I was like, also really excited to get into business, and probably. I don't know if you remember. I think do you remember that phone call. I was. I think I got too excited and I tried to jump into things a little bit too quickly. And I rang Shan one night oh, crying because, yeah. like, oh. I wanted to. Like, there was so much of me. It's like I want to do this, and I like I. I hate half assing things, and I felt like I was letting the team down because I wanted to give so much more than I was giving. Like I, co- I couldn't mm. commit to certain calls, even though like I want to. I'm like I don't like, you don't really have a baby that's in a routine at the start, but they sleep a lot. But I was like, I don't know if she'll be asleep by then. If she's crying, I don't have anyone else to help me settle her. And so I remember just being really frustrated, being like, I want to give so much more than I can, yeah. but it was a really good reminder and a check-in like, like from Shen being like, I know, I feel it too. Like I want to jump in, but right now, like we, we built this business for this phase of life, phase of life. Like, as like, Shen gave me the permission I needed to give myself to like, just get back offline. I'm like, okay. So I kind of yeah. went back online, then went back offline. and then um so the first month I was like yeah I'm doing this and then like the second month I was like no I'm not so I went offline and then we honestly I feel like and I know everyone every parent says this and it used to piss me off but now I'm in the thick of it I get it when they say you'll find your groove and then something will happen then you won't have your groove anymore because we were in a really good routine with Stevie and then we went actually traveling overseas when Stevie was four months for we went away for six weeks and I don't know if it was a travel or it was a four month sleep regression, but we did not have a sleeping baby. So I was, although I was excited to go back into business, I feel like I had no routine and I literally just couldn't do anything as much as I wanted to. So it demanded me to go back and just be a mum again. Mm-hmm. And it's really only been, honestly, in the last three weeks where I'm like, okay, we're back in Australia. Stevie's sleeping. Like Shen said, like they're not. Robots, like sometimes they sleep. They're not going to sleep on your on your watch when you say to sleep. So, some every day is a bit different. Sometimes she has a day nap. Sometimes she doesn't. And today we thought we'd get the podcast done. She only did one sleep cycle, and I was like, all right, so we're getting today. Um, but yeah, it's taken probably six months for me to feel like I'm like okay, I'm in a bit more of a groove. Um, but it's definitely there's we've definitely had to have better boundaries in order to get back into business. I'm just so grateful too because I think if you had a normal job. Like, four we'd be weeks, back at work. Four weeks ago, we'd be back at work. And I remember that also, yeah. I was not the thick of sleep deprivation, too. Like, we actually had a lot of sleep at the start around the four or five months. We weren't sleeping at all. And I'm like, how are poor mums going, firstly, going to jobs right now? Because I couldn't mm. imagine putting Stevie in, she'd be in daycare full time because we don't have family here. So, like, firstly, how are poor mums doing that? And then, secondly, I wouldn't even know how I'd show up for a job every day if I'm only getting like six hours a night broken sleep, but you're like doing 30, yeah. 40 minutes at a time. Like, it's crazy so I just have I've always been grateful for this business but even a new level of like profound gratitude being a mum being like this business just keeps giving and giving and giving Mm. and giving
1: it's incredible how six years of dedication and work and a never give up attitude can just provide so much abundance in so many ways like what I'm super grateful for is and this is just so small but maybe not, but in the big scheme of things to me, I'm like that's such a small thing but it's something I'm so grateful for is because I work from home and my home office is upstairs, I'll put Rue down and I'll go upstairs and do some work. And the moment he stirs or wakes up, I can just walk downstairs. I don't like and I wasn't expressing up until literally a couple of weeks ago because I didn't have to. I didn't have to have like expressed milk for him because I was home all the time. Like, and that was just like amazing for me. So I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I need to think about getting a pump now. because We want to start like going out and doing things. But I'm like, just like the simple little things. Like if I was at work, I would have a random feeding him. Um, I'd have a random feeding him expressed milk and I don't know. I just love like the last six months, I haven't had to do that. (laughs) It was like just a time that I got to keep. So just like little things like that, I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to talk to every woman who is planning a family in the future and just show them what's possible here when they just dedicate themselves. Just didn't take long, just six years of hard work, commitment, grit, resilience, thick skin, learning the lessons, raising up like. Oh, so worth it.
0: <laughs> so worth it. I was thinking that the other day too. Just the, the 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 transition that you get to do between like, oh, I'm working and then you look at them like, oh now I'm in mum mode and they're, oh they're asleep now, I can work again. Like just being able to flow between the two when you're needed and when you yeah. when you want to. Like I just to. I just think about the resentment I would have right now if I had to go to a nine to five job, which is never a nine to five. By the time you take the baby to daycare, you get yeah, on the commute wherever you're it's like usually an eight till six and then if you're not sleeping at night like just mums you are the real superheroes like yeah. until you're in the thick of it I like say to Shen all the time like oh I've got a newfound gratitude for mamas and there's this oh, really yeah. cool secret mum society that I found since becoming a mum like you, all the women Everyone's on Instagram each other's back. yeah you <laughs> like do a post or something and then you'll have like all these mums especially like babe I didn't get me sleep last night even. And you're like awesome we're all in it together oh,
1: yeah <laughs> Oh, so many beautiful new friendships have been made through Instagram Messenger at three AM in the morning. Like, oh, are you awake too? <laughs> Seriously, Instagram like we're all rocking Instagram. our babies. How long have you been rocking yours for? <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me, Lizzie, what's um, what's the transition into motherhood been like for you? Like, business aside. Um, Yeah, maybe share a little bit about what that's looked like for you. What's come up for you? What it? What's been like your biggest lesson? So I can you even ask one. Like, what's the one lesson? That's such a mean question. But yeah, (laughs) I'll let you roll with it.
0: (laughs) Honestly, and it sounds cliche, but motherhood has called me for so long. Like, it just it does. Really, it just feels really natural, and I love it. I think my biggest struggle or challenge has been though trying to do things the way I used to do them before Stevie got here arrived without just accepting you know what like that's an old me and I don't have to grieve her like I get to be a better version of me it's not like that Lauren's gone this Lauren just has to have better boundaries and be better with her time prioritizing and Cause yeah, the, the only time I feel real frustration pop up is when I'm trying to do things and I'm like, Oh, the only reason that you're frustrated is because you're doing them how you used to do them. Like, how can yeah. you do that differently? Or how could you do more, be more efficient at that? And, um, it doesn't mean that you have to make any sacrifices now. I just get to evolve. And I've really loved, obviously, when you transition into a mum, you also do transition into a new you, like, yeah. and I've loved exploring that in business being like, all right, well, how does this Lauren show up? Like, cause she definitely has a different posture. I've never I've always been good with time but I've always been too generous with who I give it to Mm. so even now so I'm like well if I give you time that's time actually away from Stevie before it was just time away from me which I didn't really care about because I'm like oh I'm good at prioritizing me as well but Stevie is solely dependent on me so if I'm gonna give someone time who's not willing to do what I told them to do the last time we spoke or isn't willing to show up on team training they're like well no you're not more important than my baby girl so
1: yeah it's
0: just about prizing myself and making sure I'm no longer just helping people who just want the help when they're not willing to help themselves so that's been yeah. a really good lesson and it's been really nice just to have the space to really reflect on okay well how do I want things to be now because like, I get to choose that and yeah I think with our launch of her renaissance it's been really nice to coincide with a rebrand in business being like okay well because like just things are different priorities are different but I no longer resonated with my hair I've dyed my hair guys I'm like a redhead now (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I work so awesome. (laughs) thank you um I sold like half my wardrobe even like emojis it's so weird but like I used to say to Shen like if my like my personality is sunflower and sunshine And now like something within me is like, I don't want to be everyone's sunshine anymore. Like (laughs) I'm not your sunshine. So I'm like, now I'm like the little red fairy. Cause I'm like, no, like I'm sick of being too kind and too friendly and too available. So I've actually really, yeah, I'm really enjoying being a little bit more fiery, a little bit more um, potent, a little bit more um, protective of my boundaries. And a big thing I've, had to get better at saying no which I thought I did but it's naturally not until now I've realized I need to say no way more often I feel really uncomfortable saying it so that's my been my biggest challenge because I keep thinking when I say yes to other people I'm saying no to Stevie yeah so just reminding myself no and not having to explain or justify which for some reason I thought I was good at and I've actually realized the last few months I'm not
1: (laughs) Well, I think what it is, is our profession naturally, like you become a nurturer and a giver because that is what, I mean, that's naturally in our DNA to be that type of person, but also this business really does require great leaders to give. And it doesn't mean that you're not a giving person anymore. It just means that you're really, really intentional with who gets your time now like it's not just every willy-nilly it's not the people who what's that word ask holes people who ask questions and then never follow through with what you tell them to do I've never heard that one I just keep coming back to feed the
0: hungry not the needy yes that's my thing I keep reminding myself yeah
1: yeah, yep yep powerful I love it
0: what about you what's been your biggest
1: challenge with the transition to motherhood lesson? Um, hmm. I th- two things come to mind. My biggest challenge was, um, because I thrive in creativity, like that's my zone of genius. Like I, I need to be in creation mode to feel in flow. And I lost my mojo there for a bit because, well, newborn, my brain space wasn't in a place where I could like download awesome ideas and, you know, action really cool things or create content. Like I literally stopped posting and showing up on stories there for a bit. I still, I do not have time for stories anymore. (laughs) I used to talk to my audience all the time and now I just, I just can't get to it. So I think my first challenge was like finding the patience to realize that, that old Shani that used to spend hours on something in flow, total flow, but hours because it was fun, I can no longer do that anymore. For me, it's got to be done like in stolen moments and really freaking fast because (laughs) sometimes he sleeps and sometimes he doesn't. And I'm back to working evenings again, which for a really long time there, I built a business that I was like, I don't need to work past 6pm and I don't want to have like exposure to blue light and blah, blah, blah. Now I'm like, okay, I'm back on the computer at 10 o'clock at night because that's the only time I get. And I, all of a sudden I'm creative at that time. So the biggest challenge initially was um, I experienced my, mo- my first bout of mum guilt where I was rocking Rui to sleep and angry that I couldn't be like doing my creation stuff. And then I remember like crying, being like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm mad at him. It's not his fault. I chose to have a baby. He's so innocent. Like he just wants to go to sleep. And I'm sitting here thinking about the emails I got to get back to in my inbox and like the things I got to do off my to-do list. And I had a moment of like, no, Shani, like no more, you, you cannot sit here anymore and like, wish the time away because it's so precious looking down at him, like, or nuzzling in and trying to fall asleep. Like, so that was my biggest challenge. I've overcome that and I'm loving just being present in the moment with him. I've got some really cool boundaries that I've actually had since he was born, but I don't have my phone around me when he's awake. So I don't do emails or inboxes or Instagram or anything. Um, I don't even have my phone on me when he's around. No technology when I'm breastfeeding. It's just like me and him. I'm just like present with him. So that's been really nice to know that when he's asleep, that's my time. And when he's trying to fall asleep and he's taking ages and I'm trying to think about something else, I'm like, no, bring myself back to the moment. But my biggest lesson, I guess, is... um, I don't know, something happened, like it, it has. It began in my pregnancy where I felt like a different version of me was awakening inside of me, kind of like what you explained, like my values changed, the things that I cared about I no longer care about. Like I even look at old posts that I did and I'm like, that's not me anymore. I don't even resonate with that verbiage. Like the, the verbiage in that post, like it's not me anymore. It just felt like, ugh, who is that? So I really felt a calling to like, I guess like a rebirth or like reinvent myself in this space. And that's been really fun. But what happened with that? So weird. And interestingly feels really good, but I had a mass exodus of people leave my team as I re-entered back into my business. And it was just, it's just all energetics, right? Like I feel like I've I'm showing up as a different woman with a different energy again, like new boundaries. It's like, don't fuck with me attitude, not in a, like, you can't sit with me <laughs> way, but more so a, um, yeah, don't waste my time. I, my time is limited now. Um, and so with that, naturally a lot of certain energy and people left the team but it felt really good saying goodbye to them because they no longer fit the mold of where I'm going. And so it was like, it was like an energetic clearance. It felt really good to say goodbye to some, not good as in like, see you later. I never want to see you again. It was just like, yeah, it's your time. Like, it's okay. And I feel really good about that. And you're not going to fit in the mold where I'm going with the women that I'm wanting to attract into my life and into my team, into my circle of influence. So my biggest lesson was with the transition. And with the change of who I am as a woman, it's changed the people around me and it actually feels really good. Yeah. I can feel that through through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how that happened. But like I kept saying to Matt, I'm not phased. Like it's just an energetic clearance. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely feels like a
0: rebirth. I think it's the only word I keep coming back to, like a rebirth and a reinvention. And it's it is. its it's been really beautiful, like you, you, rediscovering who we are, learning how to be a mom, like getting to understand and like like meet our babies and they grow and evolve in their personalities every day. And then also coinciding with that, like, yeah, what does that look like with our business? Mm. And, I, yeah, I've loved having different boundaries and being like, what do I want my day to look like now? Because like you said, for so long we would only work – I wouldn't work past five o'clock. I wouldn't get to my computer until like at least after 10 a.m.
1: I know. Those are the
0: days, (laughs) Will. But it's good though because I think I just keep, like I was saying to you today, it brings me back to when we used to build this business around a full-time job because back then we only had two, three hours a day and that's all we have now. And we built full-time income in 12 months around a full-time job. So yeah. I think sometimes it's good because then we can be the example of to other mums and to other women working full-time jobs that like look, you can do it, we're doing it. And I am, like I know you are too. Like I'm actually, I go to bed and like, wow, I did everything I need to do today and I do the same thing. I just work when Stevie sleeps and if I'm lucky Mm -hmm. she'll get a good two-hour nap, like 12 to 2. And if she doesn't, I've learnt, I I do contact napping in the afternoon, I'll pop her in the baby carrier and one thing that's been a lifesaver, actually tangible advice, is a stand-up desk. Um, Oh yeah,
1: I I love your stand-up desk.
0: (laughs) I had anxiety about going back to work, not going back to work, but I wanted to start jumping on calls again for my team, but I was like, I, if Stevie cries, like I can't do it, which is fine, like you can cancel and calls, but I'm like, I just want to be able to know no matter what mood she's in, like I can do a training, and it's not like I have to keep cancelling things, and Stevie, I don't know if every baby's like this, but if stevie's crying she wants you to hold her she won't let you hold her and sit down like you have to be standing up like as soon as you sit down she screams i'm like how do you even know like i don't understand how do you know i'm sitting (laughs) um so a stand-up desk was the best thing because now no matter if she's refusing to sleep or she's wanting to be a cuddle i just pop her in the baby carrier around the four o'clock nap and i can sit there and i can still do trainings i can do coaching calls and she'll just fall asleep on me in the baby carrier so i'm like it's just been nice to kind of feel like I've got some kind of autonomy over my day, and even if I'm having a really yeah. bad day, I know I can get a little bit of work done when she's sleeping with the stand-up desk, and my posture's way better for it too. So that's been—I don't know actually how I, I actually don't know how I would be getting much work done without that stand-up desk. It's my savior.
1: Yeah, I've seen it in action. Pretty jealous. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Moving forward, um, what are you excited about now? Being a mama and in being in business, that now that things are different, I just think that's that continued evolution.
0: Like I'm loving being a mum, and I love that we get to be the example and help other mums create what we have. And I'm loving learning every day how to do this business differently. I'm loving the woman that I'm stepping into. Like it actually feels good. Yeah. Um, I'm loving just continuing to evolve and I get really excited about the life that we're creating and just super grateful every day like you said that it's not like I'm having to choose between being a, like a successful business owner or being a working mum or being a stay-at-home mom. Like I actually – you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. And another thing that's been a surprising blessing or just something I didn't think I'd be as grateful for as I am actually is the community. Like I always love community but I'm such an introvert and like – I like my own time and space and I hate socializing to be honest that the community has been an added bonus but I don't think now I understand for stay at home mums and you're just with your baby 24/7 like you, I appreciate even now more than ever having the adult conversation, even if it's only twenty minutes when your baby's asleep. Being able to connect with another woman and be like talking about ambition and goals and like big things. Yeah. When you're otherwise, you would be stuck in four walls talking baby talk all day. So I'm like just more grateful than ever than just actually that community and getting to connect with other moms who. Somewhere along the way, whether we choose it or it just happens, we do lose our ambitions and we lose our goals because we, want, we choose to be a mum but yeah. so many of us have so much more that we want to be and do and accomplish and we're just looking for the right vehicle and the community to do that. So just a new found why and excitement to share that, I think, for me personally. Yeah. What about you? What are you excited
1: about from here? Um, I have really loved... Well, well, Rui's taught me so much that I didn't think he would teach me about like about patience, empathy, surrender, mindfulness, like all these beautiful things that I thought I was really freaking good at (laughs) before he came and then enter baby into the chat. And it's like, holy shit, I have so much to learn. (laughs) I can be so much better. But one of the most beautiful things that has come from Rui is... He's taught me so much about being present in the moment and I'm excited to just live life so much more present than what I ever have before because before he was here, like I used to be present in the moment. Like I used to be, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like I don't have my phone at the dinner table whenever I'm out with girlfriends. Like I, my phone is away. I'd not usually want to post much like out and about with my friends um, and I love being present in conversations. I'm not like, I just, I'm never that person who's got notifications going off on my phone and checking it. Like when I'm in nature, I like to walk tech free. I I thought I was pretty good. (laughs) And then Rui came along and it's just taught me about like how two hours can go so fast. You know, his awake window is two hours and I've got my phone away from me, but also just watching him grow and develop and be so intelligent and and get stronger and two hours goes like so quick and I'm like wow I just spent two freaking amazing hours just on the floor with my baby laughing and making weird noises and playing really weird games and like making voices with my like you know just doing all these things and like wow I just I want to be more present like this all the time, not just because I have a baby, but because I want to be like that and just, yeah, admire the simple things in life. So it's been really cool, like watching him slowly fall in love with Hozie, my Frenchie. Every day he realizes more and more that like Hozie is a moving furry thing and he is so obsessed with her and just like the way his eyes light up and I'm like, This is so much better than working eight hours a day. (laughs) Just stuff like that. I'm just more excited about creating magic moments, creating experiences and being so anchored in that moment with my children and my family and creating moments and to remember forever because I created a business and a lifestyle where that is my number one priority. Like that's what I'm excited about
0: so much yes (laughs) I'm just like sitting there taking it all in feeling the vibes Um, well I am also mindful because we wanted to keep these podcasts short and sweet for you guys but like we want to also keep them intimate we thought it'd be really cool this season to have a little bit more just soulful chats about like juggling mum life business life what's actually going on behind the scenes as well as adding value and doing trainings as well so if there's anything you guys want to know, like message Shannon and I on our Instagrams, any questions or anything you want us to talk about on the podcast and we can bring them to our podcast. I'm not sure when they'll be recorded. There might be a nighttime thing now or we might continue trying to do them
1: throughout the day. I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah, I don't know. Four times having to cancel. I think they're going to be nighttime regular things. <laughs> But, yeah, we'd love to know what you want to he- hear about from us. Um, if there's anything in particular that you'd love us to go into detail about, we're open books. We love to share. We love to add value. So let us know how we can serve you. And thanks for joining us on this wild ride. It's good to be back. Yeah. Thanks, Cody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>